I step into the night now never made sense to me Why some crave the limelight It makes me wonder how I'm supposed to be Could it be wrong to kick back and just write Now let the truth be told When in my zone Learn from the finest techniques Now let the truth be sold to you Eyes on the goal but you're moving too quick Don't speak, Don't speak. Just listen. No doubt gonna lay my claim You put in work and just wait And let it all unfold Straight from the soul Now I stick to my goal always Damn right gotta lay my claim Watch the whole world change And let it all unfold Straight from the soul Gotta stick to my goal always It's the truth I step into the night Now it never made sense to me Why some choose the limelight Imagine if they put the time to seek To find a talent and then watch it take flight Well let the truth be told Go to your zone Learn from the finest techniques Well let the truth be sold to you Come to your own But you're moving too quick Don't speak Don't speak Just listen No doubt gonna lay my claim You put in work and just wait And let it all unfold Straight from the soul Now I stick to my goal always Damn right gotta lay my claim Watch the whole world change And let it all unfold Straight from the soul Gotta stick to my goal always friends welcome to open lines radio's presentation of the hobo safe camp virtual campfire my name is mark i'll be your camp host today pull up a chair sit next to the fire grab yourself a bowl of stew because we're going to hear a slice of life from one of our fellow human beings uh this episode today uh, was originally recorded 
originally broadcast December 1st, 2016. It features my good friend Nicole Crone. And she's going to take us on a little journey. Uh, a couple years ago, she took a trip to Glastonbury, England, and had a pretty uh, life-altering journey. And... Um, of course, when she tells us, it was a, it was still new in her head, so it it should be fun for her to go back and hear the uh, uh, hear hear it from the mouth of her when she first took this trip, um, hearing it a couple a couple years later. So I'm excited for you guys to hear about that. She also talks about some other things. She's a wonderful human being, very positive, uplifting. I've never heard her say a unkind word. That's I, I think that's true. It might not be, <laughs> um, but I think it is. Let's just take a quick minute before we get started to um, talk about all the ways you can listen to Open Lines Radio. If you listened last night to the Monday mixtape, I was kind of bashing on iTunes because they were taking so long to approve us, but I got noticed this morning we are now available on iTunes. You can search Open Lines Radio on iTunes and you can subscribe to our feed and you can always be alerted. You can never miss an episode. It will pop up on your iPhone. Uh, we are also on the Stitcher app. If that's how you listen to your podcasts, you can also go download the SoundCloud app and follow Open Lines Radio. And uh, I, I like to use SoundCloud. That's the one I like to use. And uh, how else? You can just go to the website, artbellisdead.com. You can listen there. You can go to Mixler, mixlr.com, where you can listen live. Download the Mixler app to your phone and always listen live to Open Lines Radio. You can go to mixler.com. You can listen live there. You can listen to the old shows. There's so many ways to listen to Open Lines Radio. It's not even funny. And we're going to bring it to you. So get those ways to subscribe so you don't miss... A second of action. Tonight, uh, The Sainted Path with Soraya the Great will be uh, back on around 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So if you're around, try to download the Mixler app by then and listen live. And uh, that's it. We're going to get going here because this is about Nicole. And my dog is starting to whine and I need to go take care of that. <laughs> and uh, have a great day. And we'll be back tonight with um, The Sainted Path. Packed with the explosive power of a thousand years of past life energy through time and space to wherever it is that you are right now, vibrating across the magical string of this magical tin can telephone called the internet, straight into your ears and deep into your heart, Ms. Nicole Crone, ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all along, I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all along, ain't got no one to love me, no place to call my home. I wanted I really wanted to talk to you well there's a couple of reasons and hopefully we can get to all of them but the first reason is is we we recently got together with a bunch of friends and you you recently have been 
on a trip. And I got to kind of hear bits and pieces of your conversation with other people, but we never actually got any real one-on-one -on -one time where I got to even hear about it. So I thought, I'm going to trap you. <laughs> Here's a way that I am the only person who gets your attention. And yes. I want to hear about your trip. <laughs> I want to, I don't know, I don't even know, I don't know where you went. I don't know why you went there. I don't, like, I kept trying to get in, but it was, it was a crazy night, so. Yes, it was. <laughs> There's a lot going on. So let's start there. What, okay. uh, what was this trip all about? Um, the main idea for the trip was, uh, to go to Glastonbury and do, it's, um, it was a tour called Avalon of the Heart. And it was really to go to where uh, a city where all the ley lines pretty much intersect there. So they call Glastonbury, England, the uh, heart space, the heart center of the world. Awesome. Um, and from that, we went and took day trips to other places surrounding that that had just magical energy with it. But this trip originated really because we found out that my grandma was sick and um, just so happened after that, this popped up on my Facebook with a trip going to a place where my grandma, I believe 20 to 25 years ago, went for her first time and she said it was life changing for her. Um, this trip was also a trip that she wanted me to take when I was 18 years old, so my graduation present. Um, and back then, obviously, I was an unruly, I guess, 18-year-old and said, <laughs> why Why would I ever want to go on a trip to another country with my grandma? I'm glad she um, put it on the shelf for you. Yeah, so <laughs> she, she did, and when she saw that this came up, she said, I don't care what it takes, you're absolutely going on this trip. And that's really how it started. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. So you were centered in is Glastonbury? Yeah, that's where our um, hotel was. It was the Georgian Pilgrims Hotel, which is a 500-year-old hotel that uh, Henry VIII actually stayed in. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So what, so what, uh, what experiences <laughs> stuck out? Well, what's, what, was the, what was the moment? Are we jumping in too soon to the moment? <laughs> or no. Uh, I mean, there was uh, two or three moments in particular, but one of the most transformative moments for me was actually um, the – not the night we got there, but the next day we got there, uh, we actually went to a place called the Chalice Well. Well, next to the Chalice Well, not actually on the grounds of the Chalice Well, but next to it is a place where the White Spring is. And we, with 13 women and our priestess, she led a, a meditative ceremony of us walking around and uh, meditating in the masculine and the feminine sides of this spring where actually there's a well in it and the well is pretty deep um, and you usually go in there not in the well but another pool that they have where you can go up to it in your knees and you pretty much cleanse yourself to start over and instead of going in there the priestess had told me she literally looked straight at me and said you know that you can go into the well fully right and I was like no if I would have known that I would have won my bathing suit or something and she was like no if you go in the well you're not supposed to go in clothes you're supposed to go naked and I was like wait what <laughs> so I said well I'm here I don't know if I'll ever be able to take this yeah. again uh, let's do it so we did 
more meditation and more walking around and stuff like that. And I just felt the urge to do it while everybody else was walking around and literally put my toe in at first. It was like, you're joking. I, I can't do this. This water's freezing cold. So I was like, screw it. All right. I started walking down the steps and I pretty much like didn't have a voice like I couldn't have even screamed if I wanted to because the water was that (laughs) cold so I just jumped straight into the water and I popped immediately back up and got out and I would say from that moment on um my eyes were opened a little bit more in the sense of what this trip was really gonna be about for me um (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) no that is that is awesome no because and and just the uh, just jumping in like that and that quick change of the senses, you know, <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm sure like that just helped. Like you can't just walk in; you've got to jump in. No, you you really had to because if you would have slowly done it, you, you wouldn't have done it right. at all. <laughs> right, right. What a metaphor for everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. So who were these? Who are these? Uh, the women that you were with were they people that you knew before, or were they? You said you saw it on Facebook. Were they? I guess friends you knew on Facebook? Um, no. So <laughs> funny change of events in this trip was the only reason my grandma wanted me to, not because she wanted me to go because it was a place that she had gone, but one of her really good friends that she's known for just as long was going to be um, part of the tour. She was going to help lead it. Well, before the tour happened, she's, um, something happened with her health, and she couldn't go, and she needed to be in the States for um, a, an appointment, that she, a medical appointment that she had. So that was going to be the only person besides my mom going on this trip that I knew. <laughs> um, and I had only met her one time. So we literally get to the airport, and it's 13 other women who I've never met. And your mom. Before, and my mom. Awesome. Uh, who is who is not a spiritual person by any means. <laughs> so she was really jumping into this trip, not knowing what to expect. Right. But she did very well, I, I will admit. Um, for someone who was not hesitant to it or closed off to it, she she handled it pretty well. Um, is, is she someone that would normally be hesitant to it? And this was a surprise to you that she wasn't? Or is she normally kind of, op- even though she's not into it, is she kind of open with things? she is becoming more open with these things. <laughs> Thanks to you, I'm sure. Yeah, and my grandma, obviously, yeah. and her mom, who yeah. has opened us all up to it. But um, these women, I found out during the trip, um, a few of them are from scattered over the country, and the rest of them are in different countries themselves. Oh, cool. um, the lady who did our tour was um, Vonda. She's a, a Sacred Sites tour guide, so she's been to Malta. She's been to Egypt. She's been to Greece. She's been to Iona. She's been all over the world doing sacred sites just like this. The uh, Most of the women, besides one other woman who was new to this trip and had only known the woman who actually became sick as well, um, all had been on tours with this woman before. <laughs> so everybody else so, knew each other for okay, the most part. Okay, <laughs> except, except you and your you and your mom were the, yeah. <laughs> the outcasts. We were, we were the newbies. <laughs> the, we newbies. Were the newbies, there you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the women actually are all very much spiritual women. Um, a a few of them are scattered over California. There was one from Minnesota, one from Florida, one from Ireland, one from Norway, one from Switzerland. Um, So you had, you you were a group 
by the when you were all rolling together, there was that was some global energy. We were some high vibe and heart yeah. women. That, that's for sure. <laughs> From all walks of life too, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was. It really was. It was very eye opening. Um, in general, because it's not something I would normally do. I don't usually go to different places to meet new people. If I go somewhere new, I go by myself <laughs> or with my son, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so it was definitely, it, it, it realized that making yourself a little bit uncomfortable and to new, new opportunities manifested very quickly after that. That's awesome. Cool. So you, you started this trip. So, so the, the, the cave, the, the well, was that the, uh, the start of the trip? Yeah, so, um, the, that was literally the first place we went to on our tour. <laughs> so you you kickstarted the, the this entire trip by jumping into the water, and then yeah. what happened? Like then what? Like I can only imagine. Like what happened after that? Um. So then we, I mean, just so much happened. Like really, um, after immediately after that, we went over to the actual Chalice Well grounds themselves, and we had it after hours, so it was only our group um, on the property. Uh, we did a, me- a a simple meditation um, and ceremony at the beginning, literally around the pool um, at the very base of the Chalice Well, not the Chalice Well itself. Um, where the waters come through, and it's a place where a lot of people go to meditate on a daily basis who live there. Um, and then from there, we after we had collected from the actual White Spring, we collected um, White Spring well water and took that with us over to where the Red Spring is, which is on the grounds. And we did a blessing of uh, the waters mixing them together. And how's your mom? how's your mom doing with all this? Is she... Is she going along okay, or is at this point where you're still pretty early, is she still kind of wondering what the hell's happening? <laughs> I think a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that it was all new to her. She jumped right in, you know, when we were when we would chant a little bit and when we would say repeat after our priestess um, some of our things. She she did it. She was a trooper. I mean, wholeheartedly. She she knew what this trip meant to my grandma. Uh-huh. So she did whatever she could to pretty much make make it for herself as much as she didn't know she was doing that, but for her as well. Um, so the very interesting part about all of this is they are very much um, like, I can't say pagan-ish, but um, we go along with the triple goddess. So the mother or the maiden, the mother and the crone. Um, on this trip, I would have been the maiden, even though I am a mom, I was the very youngest by 15 years. Maiden Um, at heart. Yeah. So I was the maiden. My mother, because she was with me on the trip, became the mother of the trip. And, um, when they asked who would be the crone, we already knew who would be the crone because of the oldest female that was with us. But it just so happens that that's our last name. Right. So my mom and I immediately, and I I know all about this, um, so my mom kind of looks a little like, wait, what? That's our last name, so maybe we're supposed to be that type of, type of, you know? Your grandma was the crone. Yeah, if she was there, well, her last name's Belle. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Her last name's Belle. (laughs) Um, But, but, so. Never mind that theory. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we we just kind of made it a running joke in the whole group that this trip was probably pretty much made for us because I'm the maiden, my mother is the mother, and at the end of the day, we're both going to be crones because we already are. <laughs> right, right. Well, you're all three. You're you're both all three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty fun, and that was the running joke. Besides me being the maiden, um, so and so whenever you were, you were there the was maiden and the co-crone. Yeah. So every all the women, whenever there was the you know, you're going to run through the apple orchard naked. Oh, well, we know she's going to do that probably because she already jumped into the well right. naked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you they just up for a, Yes, uh, I really did. I really did. <laughs> but it was pretty, I mean, it was awesome. But at the spring, we did a blessing with the priestess. And then we got to literally for probably 20 to 25 minutes do um, a walking meditation on our own um, through yew trees through I mean it was just so magical like I I could describe it but at the same time it's nothing like right. being there right. like you, you just wouldn't understand unless you were there type of thing um, but at the very end of that before we all got on the bus to go back to the hotel um, we did another blessing, which is only if they wanted to, and it was a King Arthur blessing in King Arthur's court, which is a part or a section of the chalice wall grounds. Um, and the priestess did it. And every time you just feel more alive with every single blessing that, um, happened. So that was literally the first, first day. <laughs> it's so man. much happened and oh, you could man. just feel... You could just feel the energy changing you. Like most people would be like, oh, this is nothing. But when you're connected in that way and you understand a little bit more in depth of really what's going on, right. you you begin to literally just allow yourself to receive what's happening because you're it's it's almost a sensory overload. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Um, now, how, you were there for a long time, though, weren't you? A couple weeks? We were there. It was a 14-day tour there, and um, we were gone for 17 days total because my mom and I had spent some time in London before this, the actual tour itself. Okay, so you're a day one of a 14-day awakening. Yeah. <laughs> you're already, your mind's already blown. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, I knew, I knew about all this stuff. I, I dabbled in some of it. But being there with a group of women who are doing it continuously and being part of the actual trip, you don't get to back out of it. You right. do it. Right. You just do it. And it, it makes you realize how much more you could do with it or how much littler you could involve in it, you know? Right. Um, but that was just day one. I mean, there was, the next day... Uh, I think we went to, I don't even know, it's been so long, really, but I, I could just tell you different things of all of the yeah, whole, like, yeah, the whole yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah, give us the highlights, um, give us the, the, uh, the, the parts that, give us the epiphanies. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the other, um, one of the other epiphanies for me, I mean, I, and I had a Phantom Quartz crystal with me this day, and that might have very well helped accelerate this, <laughs> um, but uh, I love King Arthur. I love Camelot. I love whether it be legend or what what have you. Um, going to the site of where Camelot used to be, right. um, 
walking along the edges of this great open space, nothing there except for cows and grass. Right. But walking along these hills that would just drop off, and you're like, wow, this is really interesting land. But when you hear the story, the actual story from someone who, which is actually the priestess's husband, uh-huh. um, he was telling us the parts that we were walking on the outside would have been where the fort, the fort walls were. So the reason that there's such a drop-off is because that's just how it overlaid over time. Uh-huh. Um, where the center of it would have been, where the the food court for the, all of the men would have been. And, and hearing the history, I just, when he was telling the stories, I kind of got lost in translation because I was just staring off over this beautiful land and looking out above, towards Glastonbury and towards... Uh, everything, uh, just this vast, beautiful scenery, um, and playing in my head in detail what would have been going on. The right. the men in in their suits of armor, the the women, the maidens, um, just in their old garb per se, um, carrying baskets and having horses and having donkeys and walking on the land, and the kids just running around enjoying totally enjoying themselves with little next to nothing right you know and and then the men getting ready to i don't know go set on foot and make sure that everything's safe around the fort like you just envision being in this time and i really did lose myself when he started i I got back into part of his lecture i guess you could say (laughs) (laughs) of telling everybody else what was going on and just I, I could feel that I look, probably look like a zombie to them because I had just come back from a mind trip. Right, of right. If, if, if that was actually happening, happening in those moments and then coming back like, oh, wait, someone's talking and I have to be paying attention. <laughs> well, it's, it's really funny that you say that because, I mean, that's what's happening now, now as you're talking about this trip. You know, I'm completely visualizing even though you're saying like you have to be there to see it it's too hard to imagine like even that's okay because like just uh vibing at that same frequency it's like it doesn't i can fill in the blanks like i can just picture myself there with you and then even when you're talking about king arthur and 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 going back in time i'm there with you back in time i think it's just like you're able to be like you're operating at that frequency where you're tapping into all that stuff going on where maybe other people are able to listen to this lecture, but you're at such this high frequency that, like, you're actually there. Like, you're actually seeing it. Yeah. You don't need sure. it. You don't need to hear the lecture. You, you, you're there. <laughs> yeah. And that's really, really, really how it was. And, and for me, that, that was a, a very moving point because my grandma has always been um, one for Camelot and King Arthur and Knights of the Round Table and Merlin's her favorite wizard. Um, so, or alchemist, really. Um, (laughs) so. If you want to get technical. uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, to each their own, but (laughs) I just, I just, um, that was really, really moving for me, um, to be able to put myself in that situation and actually see it mentally for once, not just read it in books or or watch movies on it. Like I actually pictured myself being there in those times. Right. Um, so that was that was pretty fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I that and I now like I I 
everything I see, I see something that has to do with that or right. in other parts of this trip and another it's like, part of It's like more than it being a trip, it was a a a, tri- a trip it was more than a trip to a place, it was like a trip back in time. Like you actually lived it. Yeah, so yeah. remembering past, remembering right. past lives, I guess is what it would really be is like actually physically touching the land and touching the trees and being with people who lived here and and understanding that it 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 to me it was real it wasn't just a legend like this medieval time did happen obviously but to this right. extent into into this depth and then firsthand again walking on the grounds where king arthur's fort one of his forts would have been is just like what it's sur- it was just right, surreal right. and then once you've opened all those doors suddenly now you're back in real real time and you're probably just seeing synchronicities everywhere <laughs> yeah. yes absolutely um and then another um amazing amazing this is just like i i can't wait to go back just so i can do this trip of leg of the trip on my own pace but um going to the tour which um most people would see it as a tower on top of a hill, uh-huh. you know, if you didn't know this, the back behind it. But back in when Avalon, which is what they used to call it, um, was an isle. Uh, so it was an island before time happened and it became just part right. of the mainland. Um, the tour used to be the highest part and it used to be an, literally an island where the people lived. Um, starting at the bottom of the tour is pretty much the levels of ascension. So you're starting at the base, the root. Okay. And, and if you don't walk up the stairs and you actually walk around it, it's a labyrinth that you go up to the top of the tour, which would be the crown chakra. You're, you're fully ascended at that point. Um, we didn't have time to do the actual labyrinth. So we just went up the stairs, but up at each level, you can kind of feel and sense the um, the levels of consciousness that you're rising through as you're walking up. Uh-huh. And there was only a couple where I really felt the urge to actually stop and sit and and be very grateful for where I was because it gave me a better understanding of where I was at that point in my life, right. which, you know, was, was only like a month and a half ago. Right. But, you know, <laughs> Um you but you have get, to admit, like, so much has happened in the last month and a half. Oh, I, m- more than I w- could even, like, if you would have told me all the stuff that's happened was going to happen even a year ago, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you I, did laugh at me I, a year I, ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did, actually. I, I did. And little did we know that we would be hearing now talking right now. <laughs> um but going to the top of this, this traveling, the stages, um, and the levels of consciousness up this, this hill um, to the top of the tour was, I mean, if you want to talk about being cleansed, I say go to the top of the tour and, and sit there. Uh, if you can, because it's so windy that the wind is pretty much cleansing you. And if right. you're not wearing the right attire, you might just fly away. <laughs> might might just fly away with tons of crows and tons of ravens flying oh, around. Man. Like for me, that means a lot because I have a connection with uh, Morgan Lafay ah. and obviously her yes. connection is so um, being surrounded by 
all of this magic um, and then sitting inside the tour. So the tour isn't, it's, it's literally a tower it's, um, that has one opening that you can walk through and, and not many people go to do what we did. Um, we actually had a med- meditation and a blessing and a ceremony oh, cool. up there as well. Awesome. Um, but before we did all of that, I laid down at the bottom of this tour on the floor and laying there and just staring up through the top, which was open, open to the sky, um, and having this powerful, powerful, powerful wind just going through you. Like you really feel like you're going to fly away because it's so powerful, even laying down. Um, and just having a few moments to really put into perspective how far you've actually come in this journey of life, um, and then realizing how much more farther you have to go, uh, really puts into perspective how much it is to actually live in the present moment. Um, you have to, you don't realize how good your life is until you just take it moment to moment. And in those moments for me, I realized I had a whole lot to change. (laughs) Uh, From my perspective, uh, I very much for the longest time lived in my ego. I, I, we all do. We all do. No. Yeah. And I, and I understand, I I understand that a hundred (laughs) percent, you know, but um, knowing that, Everyone obviously has more work to do, but for me in particular, where my work needed to start, because it was places that I had already thought that I had closed, I guess, or or sewed and shut, um, that I didn't have to think about anymore. But in uh, being up there and realizing with all of these women who who go on these trips all the time, like that's literally what they do all of the time, is go to these sites and, and travel and enjoy life not they don't live it they 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 enjoy it and to me that's two totally different things right and being at the top of the tour with these women holding hands in a circle um listening to our priestess who is actually a priestess of the goddess house in glastonbury um talking about i don't know i just everything um and living in those moments and understanding that you can make this easy or you can make this hard on yourself. And for the most part, people like to make it really hard. Right. (laughs) But being at the top of the tour and, and just sitting there, letting the wind take my mind literally wherever it wanted to go and, and laying on the ground and connecting with this ancient earth, literally ancient earth. Um, how many, being able, how many people, how many people do you think, Lay down, get to lay down at the bottom of that tower and look up through it to the sky. Probably not a whole lot of people when you take into consideration how many people are on the planet. Oh, no, I would probably, I couldn't even put a number on it because when we were there, a lot of people go walk up, walk up to the tour to take pictures of the land daily. I mean, it's open to the public. You can go and come as you please, you know, but you, when we were there, only I would say probably about five of the women in the group laid on the, the bottom of that, uh, the bottom of the tour. And then the people walk through it all the time, but they don't think, I mean, I didn't, I actually saw one of the other very, very, um, 
seasoned women go um, and do it. And I was like, well, that's a genius idea. <laughs> well, think of how lucky, think <laughs> of that perspective that you got that so few people ever get to see that looking up to there and now but look at and then look at what the power of this medium is is where now everyone listening can visualize being there and now all the changes you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> i'm right there that same perspective and it's like oh i gotta make some big changes too <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty you're blowing my mind nicole <laughs> <laughs> I, that's good because i i get scared at how mind blown i get over things <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that I'm not the oh, only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what but, a cool yeah, it's um, it, it just you know, and then after that, um, there was a couple other sites we went to that you know they they suited some of the other women's fancies. It was really intense for them, and it was really something for them. I didn't really care for, but I knew that it was part of this trip, yeah. and the trip wasn't just about me. Um, so well, you can't get your mind blown every day, or you, no, you got to have no, some time to take. You got to have some boring time to take in the excitement. <laughs> yes, exactly. I needed a lot of processing time, actually. <laughs> um, then what was another place? And, and after the first couple of days you had, of course, nothing else was going to compare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So uh, on to the king. The king. Uh, going off of the King Arthur. Um, and I guess that time frame or that era, uh, we went to another place, which is three hours away from Glastonbury called Tintagel. Um, it's on the West coast of England. Um, and before we actually in Tintagel, that was, we made two stops. So the first stop was St. Nectin's Fairy Glen. And I don't know if anybody, I know, besides my grandma, has ever been there. Um, I have a very strong connection with the elementals in the fairy sense. Uh Um, And I could have told you that if they left me there, I would have been probably the happiest person alive. Just just send your son, just stay there for the rest of your days. Just put my son on the next flight and (laughs) we'll be good. Like, we'll build a little cabin of whatever in this forest and we'll be in heaven. It's pretty much simple. That, that, it was that easy. (laughs) Um, So part of this is going down into the actual Glen. Unfortunately, it's a place that you do have to pay to visit. Um, But I understand why, because they want to preserve. Yeah. They want to preserve its naturalness. Um, and going down to the bottom of this waterfall at St. Nectin's Glen and walking in along, um, I never realized, I, and I don't know if, they, if a lot of people know this in the States, but over there, if you ever go to a river or you go to a lake or you go somewhere that has bedrock, um, the reason they make those little towers of rocks um, is because it's a fairy offering. So you're wow. offering them a place to, to stay, a home. It's something to commemorate them and be thankful that they're allowing you to step onto their their territory. Cool. Um, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I was like, oh, this is just something Zen that people do. Right, right. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. So my <laughs> mind was a little blown when I yeah. realized that. Because I've always been infatuated with uh-huh. these yeah. little rock things. Yeah. Like, 
I was never able to make one. So that's probably why, but I I'm just like you. I thought they were just kind of some zen thing or like some kind of way to wait, some way to mark your way, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, well, maybe for us in the States, that was the case, but over <laughs> there that it took on a whole nother meaning. Um, so the first thing I did when I stepped foot into the water beneath the waterfall, I, I made a fairy house. I was like, thank <laughs> you course. for letting me be here. <laughs> I appreciate this. Like this means everything to me. And Again, if I would have known that we were going to be able to go into the water, I pro- this one I would have had to have worn a bathing suit. Um, I would have worn a bathing suit. You gotta just to go pa- under- pack one of that, in- pack one in your backpack next time. Apparently, I'm going to have to. <laughs> like that's just a given at this point. Yep. Like, don't forget your bathing suit. Make sure you have an extra one. Plain yep. and simple. Yep. Um, so we got to meditate there, and we got to do a blessing there. Um, I was told that part of the significance besides it being the actual fairy glen was at the, um, this waterfall. So if you're looking at the waterfall and I know I posted a couple pictures of it on my Instagram, um, this waterfall has a circular. That would be nourish your soul with Nicole. Right. Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Nourish your soul with Nicole. (laughs) Um, On Instagram. um, Yes, sorry, sorry. Just wanted to make sure <laughs> no you know where to find you. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, the King Arthur actually had before his men could fight with him. So they're pretty much like their commencement ceremony. I'm assuming um, they had to go to the top of this waterfall and jump in and make it through this hole into the pool below them. And if they didn't, they couldn't fight next to King Arthur. Like what? Like that's first of all, if from me knowing this and seeing this, I'm like, I would probably not make it out alive. Like that's right. my train of thought. Like <laughs> you have to be really, really strong right. <laughs> and physical and the water's freezing cold. Like you they weren't ha- messing around. Sh- no, they weren't. And they made sure they picked only the strongest at that. Yeah from that perspective. Right. I um, had to. So the other really wonderful part about this was before we actually left St. Nectin's Glen, we did a blessing of where all of us women weren't in the water, but we had our hands touching the water. So the water was running downstream into the ocean. So it's going all over the world at this point. Um, we did a blessing on the waters of earth so that we could help protect them and keep them safe. Um, and make sure that all the wa- any of the water that touch it, that we've touched during this blessing that um, helps the earth not obviously transgress it a little bit, but helped everybody who touched the water that's been touched and blessed by us. So I thought awesome. that was amazing, yeah, given awesome. everything that's going on in the States right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just like... Is there something I, going on? <laughs> yeah, right? Is there? <laughs> um, you know, just knowing that we need to protect our water and keep it safe right. because it is something that's very um, that it's needed. And if it's contaminated by any means, uh, a lot's going to go wrong. <laughs> right, right. So we have to keep it safe. And just knowing that I was a part of a blessing like that, obvi- even though it was in Europe, in water, um, knowing that we were doing a little bit to help was yeah. just enough for no, me for to sure. 
to know that we're helping in in a small small way <laughs> it's universal you know yes it is so it that was that was pretty that was pretty magical and then after that awesome. um we went to merlin's cave oh cool and the beach that he was on and uh, we had a very limited time there because the tides were coming back in but um that just being able to sit and meditate and listen to the drumming of our priestess um, and then, you know, just reflecting on what happened then. I literally could feel myself and I could feel Merlin all around when we were sitting in the cave doing that. Um, Listening, listening to the story and just the history that went uh, quote unquote with that place, because most people only feel it's a legend. Um, So cool. Just being able to sit there and, and, and see with your mind the everything that happened and the the story and how it went down and then after that we went to the top of where Merlin's cave was underneath a huge mass of land where again I kind of got lost in translation and went on my own a little bit um, on top of where I took a picture next to the metal King Arthur that they placed up there after we did a blessing but where we did a blessing and a meditation and another ceremony was where they it's said to be Merlin's foot in the footprint in the ground where he jumped off and dove into the water after um, King Arthur's sword. Um, and that was, so cool. yeah, it, you know, I mean, there's just, it, I, I can't like, I can't stress enough that if anybody can at any time go visit these places to do it because it's just, a whole different energy. Um, nothing like I've ever felt before at all. I, can, and, I get that because, <laughs> and I, and I really appreciate you doing this because like I'm getting an energy that I've never felt before. Like it's like, like for people that will probably, there are people that will probably never get to do that. Most people. And so it's just mm-hmm. so cool to like, I mean, you don't have to be there. Like the way you're, you're transferring the energy of that experience is like so cool. Perfect. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, if if people can, I mean, I have more pictures and I have videos on my phone um, and my computer of actual the actual sites. But you know, I just didn't want to spam like, my right, Instagram right. or my Facebook with all of this stuff. Right. Well, you know, they're your person. I mean, you know. You're... Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. I, I I get it. You don't have to put it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Nor should you. <laughs> no. So the the few that I did of like the video of one of the waterfalls outside Merlin's cave or um, the video, I believe, um, a little video of St. Nectan's Glen of this, the greenery before we even got to St. Nectan's Glen. It just it, it literally transfers an energy of, uh, uh, I mean, literally of old times, like you get to feel the old age, old era energy and how it was then. And we're bringing it back into the new world per se, because their land is so ancient um, that when you come back to the States, you're like, you're mixing the old with the new. And for anybody who lives in the States, it's until you go to a place that's been around longer than the States themselves, like, (laughs) Right. <laughs> you really you really don't understand it. I mean again, you can read it in books and you can watch movies, but you really don't grasp the intenseness of the energy 
until you're there. Or for us, thankfully, because of social media, the videos that we can put or the pictures of certain areas that we place or, you know, just the sun setting from where I was when I posted a couple pictures. Like, you can really feel the intensity of right. the energy around you. And, again, thanks to social media, I, I know per- people personally who will never get to go visit and sharing these pictures with them they had a whole nother perspective of what the trip was actually about and how you actually get to see these places that aren't mainstream, that most people wouldn't be like, oh, that's first on my bucket list to go visit, you know, as to where there's other people who, who only dream about this stuff, but as soon as you tell them, the energy that you got from it and the perspectives and views you got from this trip, they're booking the next flight out. Right. Right. And it's, 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 it's amazing that you can take this and make it full circle because most people again would never get to experience it unless we had the beautiful technology that we do. Right. Right. It's awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. This I don't know what I was expecting, but this is not what I was, ex- was expecting. Oh man, I'm actually glad we didn't get a chance to talk about it because I wouldn't have pro- I wouldn't have got I mean, you wouldn't have been able to communicate this that night. No, so, no, no. no, I wouldn't have. I, there was so much going on. I, it was, but I'm thankful, you know, because again, the vortex that we went down that night was very yeah. eye-opening in itself. Yeah, and and that's. That's something I want to talk to you a little bit about too. Um, we don't need to go into like total details <laughs> of the night, but but like you, this is funny. You, I think you are only the second person that I've had on the podcast that I've actually talked to before the podcast. <laughs> so so I and so but there's this familiarity I have with you, which is why it's like it's awesome to like just be able to sit down and chat. But we talked about a year and a half ago. Yes. And we were back then I kind of had this these big high hopes of a hobo safe a hobo safe camp retreat. Yeah. And 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 th- then you know logistically it's just not possible. But I think what is possible and and worth talking about is we just kind of were there were a group of us that were all going to be in the same area at the same time and we basically just got together for dinner. And <laughs> the the connection like like we we were all friends on social media we knew each other on social media and i and i think that's it's important that we get to have this network of people we'd never meet before but yeah. to be in the physical proximity and actually be like vibing off each other's physical energy was so huge it was like such an important thing that i needed like just to recharge because in your everyday life like we're able to reach out and communicate with these people now that we didn't we weren't able to before but they're still yes. not in our life. We're still surrounded by a lot of negative negative energy and negative people <laughs> yeah. and people who don't get us. So even yeah. to just get together for a couple hours and just chat and get to know each other was, like, so cool. And I think that's something that, like, could be happening all over where, like, rather than, like, a retreat where we're having this planned thing and everybody's coming, like, it, it, it might make more sense to, like, if it just had, if we just had had some a little bit more organization, you know, like it could have been <laughs> yeah. incredible. And I think that I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I think like that needs to happen more. Yeah, more like a night or day or weekend. Right, things. right, yeah. right. 
Right. No, yeah. I, I, I highly agree with that. I, I think that that would be a beautiful idea because, again, like you were saying, not everybody gets the, I guess, logistically to be around everybody who understands them. Um, we do, unfortunately, get to be surrounded by people who not always agree or not always um, believe or think that what we're doing is best. So we are surrounded by a lot of negativity. Um, and being able to reach out to people who, whom we have met on social media who are very, very like-minded and who can open doors and open eyes for not only yourself but for themselves. Um, and maybe if they don't recognize it in those moments, they'll recognize it a couple weeks or days later. Um, and just meeting and, and getting to talk about things that we're so open to talk about but not everybody in our daily lives wants us to talk about right, because right. they don't take kindly to it. Oh, and the time so, just went by so quickly, too, because you're finally able to, like, be yourself in public. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I, I will admit I, I'm, I'm a quiet person for the most part. So being able to, to talk when I, I did talk, I, I soaked it all in mostly because it was, again, it was a very new experience yeah. for me. Um, being able to listen to everybody else and realize that I wasn't in it alone. <laughs> you right, know? exactly. Exactly, um, and that it, all and, these people were the people they said they were. Yeah, it's not some made-up story or some facade that people are trying to be or someone someone they're not. It, it's, they really do what they say they're doing. They really live their lives how they say they're living them. And, and knowing, again, that there are people like that who aren't fake, who aren't, um, I'm only going to show what I want to show. I'm only going to write what I want to write, but who in real life, real time, actually still talk about everything they normally talk about on social media, and then even more in-depth realizing, like, wow, we we are connected very deeply right, in other ways. Right, right. <laughs> right. Now, now, you were down here, you were, we all met up in Santa Monica, Now you, that's kind of an interesting story in itself. Like, <laughs> like, was this, like, was this since, after your trip to England, you were just like, I'm just going to go get in an Airbnb yeah. and just stay in a boat? For no, like yeah. just off out on a whim. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I need. I've always wanted to go to Santa Monica. I went there once when I was like, I don't know, eighteen after a, um, uh, oh my gosh, a hair show. Um, I went to Long Beach for a hair show with um a classmate at the time and her mom, and I. I'd never, I we just drove from Long Beach to Santa Monica for the day, and we got to sit at the pier basically and walk down the strip you know, all of like four hours, you know? Right. Um, and I realized after this trip, like there's, there's some places that I really want to go that are even just in the state of California alone mm -hmm. um, that I want to see because I really feel called to visit there. And this trip literally, um, I went online, um, found some like, really really good airfare and said all right i'm going here like it's that simple and I, and I, I, I i booked my flight before i booked my room <laughs> so <laughs> you, you knew you were going you i knew, knew i going. was going and i couldn't back down and then i went on airbnb and saw that there was a guy who had a boat in marina del rey harbor and i was like that would be fucking rad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's what I did. That's so <laughs> and cool. And then 
when I realized there was a couple other people on social media who lived in this area, one of which I got a Reiki healing from um, while we were there, and another who lived just lit and, well, obviously lived there, um, I realized, like, this would be really cool. I'll, I'll get in touch with them, see if I could book a Reiki healing appointment, and then um, figure out what I'm going to do all the other time. And then I realized that not only did these two people live here, but there's going to be three other people here pretty On much the at the same, same time. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> synchronistically, how does that work? I think it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it was definitely uh, a couple days and one night that I, I won't forget pr- probably forever because I made some really good friends and some really good connections that I will probably keep for the entirety of my existence and then some <laughs> yeah it was so cool it was it kind of changed it kind of it changed a lot for me too it was a it was a big cathartic moment for me and in, in realizing you know i've been up on this mountain living on this avocado grove without a whole lot of uh interaction with actual people and so i've been able to keep my life pretty peaceful i've been able to kind of keep the drama out of it but um man i sure miss being around high vibing people so it's it's good to like recharge you know recharge your batteries yeah. that way it is it gives you more sense a more sense and, and almost another sense of direction like you see again like you said you just kind of feed off the high vibes and you you are able to take their energy and mix it with yours and then realize like wow I can do this and it's not really as hard as my mind is making it out to be. And you have these ideas and you think, am I really going to, am I, is this really what I'm doing? Is this for yeah. real? You know, <laughs> am I, am I, yeah. have I completely lost my mind? Am I completely yeah. crazy thinking that this is what I'm doing? And then yeah. you meet these people and they're doing it and you're like, all right, well, if I am crazy, at least there's all these other crazy people too and I'm not alone. And at it least, is yes. possible. And if we At are doing it, the then holy one. shit, we're doing it, you know? Yes. <laughs> and you have support in doing it because they've done it and they understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was cool. It's cool. I yeah. think that needs to happen more. Um, I agree, I agree. So this has been so cool. What else is going on? Like, what? What? Uh, where, like, where do we go from here? <laughs> what's, what are the, what's the answer of life? What's the secret of life? If I could tell you that, then I don't know if I would be sitting where I'm sitting right now. I know. Now. Don't give that away. Don't give that one away for free. No. <laughs> What's the teaser to the secret of life? What's the teaser to the secret of life? Honestly, um, for me personally and what I'm realizing is, especially in the past couple of days, um, just take every moment for what it is and don't look more into it because the more you look into it, the harder or less involved it could actually be with what you're feeling. Um, you need to stay present and just pretty much love, <laughs> love, love, love all you can and make sure everyone knows that in your life. Because yeah. at any moment... How do you do that? Is, how do you do that how when do people I do are that? dicks? Um, yeah, well, that being said, I have a few of those in my life. But um, <laughs> I personally, I just, I, I remember who I am and what I want to do and how I'm going to help myself change the world, even if it's just me by myself. But I also remember that I have a beautiful little boy who is more sensitive than anybody I know. And 
if I can help him navigate his way through life and make sure he knows that he's just as loving and just as lovable uh, and can change the world just as easily as the next CEO or billionaire um, with next to nothing, then I've done my job for the day. Right. Um, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I mean, I, I know I said it during our visit a couple weeks ago, I'm a very simple person and I, and I live with minimal because I choose to, um, I don't feel that everybody, yes, money is a beautiful thing and having everything you want all the time can work wonders, but a lot of people let it get to them and knowing that you don't have a lot and knowing that you can make a lot with little is pretty much my key to life. Um, you have to be happy with what you have because if you're not happy with what you have, you're not going to be happy with a lot of stuff no, no matter what because it's what ha- it's what you feel and how you feel on the inside. And if you can love yourself and love your life the way that it is, then anything from that point on that comes into your life, you're, you're, you won't under- – you'll just be so grateful that it's like, oh, okay – I guess I do deserve this, but now that I know I deserve this, I can help more people. Right. Because helping people to me is what makes the world go round. Like, I, you know, all, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're not going to help the person next to you or help the kid next to you or, or just be giving in a sense, then of your time or of your ear, then I don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't help you at well, that point. <laughs> well, once once you realize you can do anything, then it's the, where's the challenge in just doing things for yourself? And the cha- it becomes the challenge becomes, well, can I do this for them now? And yeah, just kind of put, it's just pushing yourself to that next level of manifestation, yeah. I suppose. Yes, agreed. So oh. for me, the key is loving and spreading your light by just speaking your truths of who you are. And empowering yourself to know that you can stand humble in your word and still say no. And you can stand humble in your words and your actions and still love yourself just as much by helping other people. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, I, I just want to say about you, <laughs> I've known you for a long time, a, you know, year and a half is a long time in social media world. <laughs> <laughs> and... And I'm sure over the past year and a half, you've gone through shit in your life. And you've gone through periods of depression and sadness and pain. We all do. But you never let that like affect like your, at least your Instagram life. You know, like you're, at least, or you, what you're vibing outwardly is always positive. And I just, I'm, I just want to say like, it's, like, thank you, <laughs> because it's like, you just, it's, I don't know that you, I, my view of you is that you are incapable of frowning, because I've never seen you not smiling, I've never read anything you've written that hasn't been positive, and I'm sh- sure that you go through those periods, so I just want to say, like, I appreciate the fact that you're able to keep a positive vibe despite whatever's going on in your life, because I have no idea what's going on in your life. And that's like that says something. Like when somebody says you're just always vibing so high, like that says like you've kind of achieved this mastery of 
the elements, I think, where you're able to still help people no matter what you're going through. I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm just kind of bumbling. No, it does. It does. It it does make sense. And and right now, if you only knew um, knew how much that meant to me. (laughs) I just want to acknowledge you as a human. I realize you're a human. I appreciate all the positivity over the past year and a half, but I do know you're a human, and so I appreciate the work that it must take to be to pull it off. That's, there's a better thank you. Way to say <laughs> and especially you. since since you went on this trip, holy shit! Like it's it's like the day like I I need my daily dose of Nicole now in the morning. Like, it's like the, it's like a the cup of coffee, and I don't want to put any pressure on you. I know you already have people putting pressure on you to post daily, but like it's that morning cup of coffee I need. It is. It's like it's like it's been like. Man, your your yeah. your writing has just been on point lately, and so thank you, it's, thank it's been you. Awesome. It's been it's I'm I'm, it's... I'm proud that I am your friend. <laughs> thank you, that means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um I I try to do it as early as I can in the mornings because I do know that people kind of count on that. At least some people that I know in particular count on that, and when I don't. Yeah, well, you know, life happens and stuff <laughs> happens, and you have to adult sometimes. But <laughs> I'll adult my way through it when you have other uh, stuff going on. But right? I'd yeah. That day <laughs> yeah. Like today it was like a lot later than normal, but I did it, and I know I know there's a few out there that are very appreciative. Um, but you know, sometimes life happens, unfortunately, and we have to. We have to subside our our social media frenzy so we can deal with what right, is right, really going on. Right, right. Otherwise, if you try to deal with it at the same time, then then that negative side starts peeking in. Yes, and yes, I am always, for the most part, a positive person, and I always do try to keep a smile on my face. I would probably say ninety percent of the time. You're um, you're like the 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 poster child for kill them with kindness you know it's like when some that's why i wanted to ask you like what do we do when people are being dicks because like you just are always smiling no matter when it's like it throws people off because it's like what is she smiling about i just slammed her (laughs) why is she still smiling (laughs) you just love them like literally that's all you can do i've 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 found out that even when people are being mean um and not understanding and very disrespectful and rude smile it's going to throw them off they're going to have to think about their actions maybe even give them a compliment because i guarantee you they'll stop and be like wait i was just mean to her what just happened and they might get meaner and say something then but as they think about it as time passes they're going to exactly they were the yeah yeah nope i agree that's what i always people are always like well what do you do when someone disrespects you you just smile it doesn't matter what other people think it doesn't make it true I'm sorry you feel that way. Usually, <laughs> yeah. is one of the first things out of my mouth. But <laughs> I'm not for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh man! Well, I appreciate you, and and I encourage everybody listening to follow you on Instagram. It's nourish your soul with Nicole, and uh, for for daily uh, positivity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please do. I, I encourage it, but not just for myself, for everybody else to take something away from it. Well, we do. And uh, <laughs> this has been awesome. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you so much. Thank I'm glad you, I finally man. talked you Thank into you. it. Ah, yeah. It took a little enticing, that's for sure. I don't know why. <laughs> when my rambling days are over. 
And my gambling days are through. When my rambling days are over. And my gambling days are through. If you tell me that you love me, I'll be coming back to you.